0: Hello, and welcome back to the Game Bet Match Podcast. I'm your host, Manny Friedman, along with my co-host. Brad Sloan. Back in the house, baby.
1: Uh, A thousand followers. Yeah, man, I know. I was going to start with that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Dude, I mean, like, the coolest thing is looking at the Twitter page and seeing the 1K. Like, it's just great. Like, we now measure our followers in in thousands.
0: (laughs) We've been doing this for what? now? White
1: Boy Scott was a thousandth follower. We got to call it White Boy Scott. So nice. thanks, thanks to, uh, thanks, thanks, thanks to you, Scott. Uh you got us fired up for the day. So are we
0: still at like at just a thousand even? I don't
1: think we've got any new ones.
0: Let's check. Yeah, exactly a thousand. Uh, exactly a thousand. Okay, cool, <laughs> cool uh so we've been doing this for about what
1: 13 months now so yeah i
0: never i never yeah. would have thought it would be getting to this point that's that's crazy it's like and we
1: actually spotify. get people to like view our our pods and stuff which yep. surprises
0: me and the spotify views are picking up we have like i think two or three ratings we got, yeah um, yeah
1: it's it's yeah it's it's real
0: like 300 views or something so like it's exciting so you know yeah two guys with, with full-time jobs you know who do professionally totally opposite than than tennis right like, yeah i
1: know that that's the cool like, thing. That, that's exciting. the funny part is that like we have nothing to do with tennis in like our like real lives
0: yeah I know. oh i
1: swear man it like it like takes over like it does take over it's awesome <laughs> like, i'm sitting at work and i'm like, I'm, like i like put on tennis it tv all. and i'm like fist pumping and like people at my desk like wondering why i've got randomly like i pumping <laughs> in the middle of the day <laughs> and
0: like the money that we make in, like you know, our salary or whatever,
1: oh no, or oh, exceeds
0: what we wager, right?
1: And yet that, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't care. And
0: the money that I wager, like, means so much more to me.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's I trade someone money that right? I wager. Like I'm like, all right, like if I'm up, like, like if I'm up, like you know, like thirty dollars, fifty dollars, like all right, thirty dollars, yeah, let's go. And if I'm like, you know, and like. I'm making way more than that in my like day job. I and mean, like, I just don't care. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's great. It's great. That's what this does to you. It's oh, just man. like, it's wild.
1: Well, cause it's not about the money, right? Like, if, at least fun. like, it's, it's like, it, it's, it's about like the, like the, the proving you're right to yourself.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Plus it's just fun, right? Like, when, Oh yeah. It's so, fun. it's so fun. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Um all right, so that being said, um I guess let's let's talk about these three tournaments. So what what kind of have been your takeaways for the first couple of rounds?
1: I mean my my biggest takeaway has been um, probably in Cordoba, how much conditions matter in that tournament and moving forward, like you just really gotta know that like like we 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 talk about conditions every week. Mm-hmm. um, but I think sometimes they matter more than others. Um, and I think in in Cordoba, like they they matter
2: for sure. For like sure. between
1: the heat, the humidity, the balls being different, so the, so it doesn't actually like it. It plays kind of like a, it kind of plays like a. There's a little altitude, but it kind of plays like altitude. But the balls are heavier, so it doesn't like once the rallies get started. Um, so I think like that's a huge. Like, it, it might be the weak, and on top of it, it's a really weak field every year. like, just being honest, yeah. like, like compared to other tournaments, it's a very weak field. And so, like, all the, these guys are very similar, and, like, that matters probably, it might matter more at, at Cordoba than any other tournament of the year.
0: Well, I think we had a very good read on, like, something before the event in our, like, pre-tournament pod, in that weighing qualifiers was a very big thing right like
1: Uh, uh, qualifiers and south americans yes because also a lot of those south american like play grinders they're in south america all year or, like, 80% of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll leave if they can make it into, like, a major event for the for the paycheck. But, like, if they can't, they'll just stay and grind.
0: But I, but I think the qualifier narrative actually holds even more true. Like, we got Luciano Darderi in the quarterfinal now, and he qualified, right? He had those two matches. He got used to the conditions. Um, you know, playing in that heat, kind of got accustomed to it. And, like, that kind of carried into the main draw. Like... I feel like these main draws matches are kind of an extension of qualifying just because of how weak the field is, as you said, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's more about how well you play on that day as opposed to, like, who you're playing. Unless you're playing, like, a natural bias.
1: I agree, but I guess, like, but also, like, if you look, like, there's, I think, two Europeans left in the draw, Hoffman, and Munar might lose, by the way. Who could lose? Yeah, he's down in the third set. I mean, not, not. I guess he's on serve, but he, yeah, but he's in a tight match with Berchaga. And then there's Munar. And like, other than that, the rest of the tournament left is all South Americans, mostly Argentinians.
0: But how many started? Like, I felt like it was more South Americans to start the event.
1: Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm counting seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. 20 South Americans in the event. So, but like a lot, of, but like a lot of the guys that weren't South Americans were some of the better players.
0: Um, like Offner. Like Offner was a great. Yeah, Offner was a seed,
1: and scenario. that was a I mean, uh, I was yeah, I, I didn't play it because it was even money by the time I saw it, like for Dar I just didn't like I think it actually opened. I, I saw somebody said it like, like Dar was a favorite, which clearly was the right thing. And like, I think I just overweighed like, or just didn't like, just like overweight being afraid because like Offner is a better player than Dardari, but like, but yeah, just like, like
0: all the factors weighed in. All Darderi's the factors favor. were working
1: against Offner, Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um,
0: And like Offner is like a mountain boy in Austria. Like, yeah, you no, know, he's not going to fare well in like humid 98 degree conditions. You know, it's just not going to happen.
1: Yeah, but if you look like so, four of the seeds, four of the eight seeds, were um were Europeans. True. Altmaier, Hofmann, Offner, and uh, RCB.
0: Yep. Yeah, those
1: are all good clay players. Like, and they're all like significantly better, especially on clay altitude, than the South American grinders. I would agree with that. Um, so yeah, I thought that was like that was my coolest takeaway because like I feel like that tournament, like, and it's so hot. Like, or not I mean that's not gonna be hot really the rest hot. of the week, and it's something to talk about, but it was so hot the first half of the week. Um, just like, you know, pretty, pretty I don't know, it's cool. And it's like because compared to the other two tournaments, like Marseille. Yeah. So moving to Marseille, like it's it's just, like, a, I think it's a very, like, boring tournament. Like, Well, it like, hasn't I know, been boring for me. Well I've been betting. catching
0: tickets in that. You've been
1: catching tickets, but, like, <laughs> I just don't think it's a very, like, I just don't think it's very interesting. It's, like, a very regular field. Like, yeah. not, like, top, top guys, but all, like, pretty good players. Like, regular ATP players who we see all the time. Like, the oh, matches medium-play. haven't
0: been that great there plus favorites have been dominating right
1: yeah so. it's just it's just the whole combination of all three or yeah. four of those factors i think it's like like it's a uh, like yeah we've been cashing tickets but i don't think it's been a particularly like fun tournament although yeah. underdogs did better today underdogs did really today well. they
0: did today with with jang um lindernach Shevchenko uh uh, fell fell to Hubie pretty easily, but I kind of expected that. That I'm I'm on a Chevy fade, so uh,
1: yeah, that was a good pick. I feel
0: like most people weren't. I feel like I kind of faded Twitter on some picks and like
1: yeah, I mean there was I feel I feel like there was definitely a lot of Shevchenko love to keep it close. I mean I was on the Shevchenko seven six first set at plus six fifty. I still don't think that was yeah no uh, that that price like yeah yeah um just with the number of tiebreaks breaks Hubie plays but um but
0: i feel like that narrative uh, though like that that script with Hubie kind of has to be altered because he has been better this year
1: yeah a hundred percent i think i mean because he's in the tournament we can talk more about him once he you know when we because we'll talk about his match right uh, he's, he's in a quarterfinal um but but
0: like i'm not gonna blindly hit his over anymore because like i think he's playing better he's trying to be more proactive in rallies being a little more aggressive um and I gotta look at who he's playing before I just blindly smack that over like if he's playing a big server or something like that you know uh who's also playing well I'm gonna you know like if he's playing Medvedev I'm gonna probably hit the over right yeah but not if he's playing like Shevchenko or I get
1: it yeah no no I get it um I thought one thing that was funny today was I and I get that Fokina hasn't been as good indoors. He's, he's had some issues, especially in twenty three, had some issues indoors, and mm-hmm. he's folky, so you never know what, which one guy's going to show up. But I was kind of surprised to see Rusevori as a minus two hundred favorite there. I think I think that's where he closed, like minus one hundred plus one fifty. I mean, you made the Folkena, but like I just don't. I, I just think Rusevori is like pretty pure dog or dogger pass, to be honest. I think both
0: guys are pure dog or pass, right? So you kind of just blindly hit the dog there and you you kind of do. Yeah. It's know. funny,
1: but you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And the under was a great pick there too. That
1: was a. Did you hit both? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, hit, yeah awesome. I didn't. I mean, I didn't parlay them, but I hit them both separately. Cause uh-huh. the under was kind of a hedge, right? Cause I thought like, you know, again, it's folky. So like he could just like. It's also russy. It, it is russy. So like either guy could not be their day, right? Like. Yeah. <laughs> and like know. you know then it's going to go under so yeah
0: great play um, and you got plus 155 on that like i i should have been on that i hit the rusevori over 12 and a half just because like of kind of how poor Fokina has been like recently like he hasn't yeah. been really good
1: i mean he did choke we did get another chokey from foki too he cheated uh, i think he double faulted trying to serve out the match again like <sighs>
0: Yeah, I was laughing. I saw the score in the car. Like, I was, yeah, I just got in the car and then I was, like, just like, oh, you know what? Let me check and see if, if uh, uh, Fokina won. Of course, he got broken at 5-3. And I was like laughing yeah, was out like, loud, it was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> uh, um, Jin Chang with a nice win. Today against FA. To well, catch and a plus and again, like, I'm ticket. still
1: not. I mean, there's a there's a, a fair amount of hype around FAA. I'm I'm not convinced. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's better than where he was in the middle of the summer, Great. but I think he's like I don't know. I, I put him like somewhere in like the thirty to 40, like his ATP ranking is plummeting and it's like catching up to his actual level, which yes. I think like he's in the right spots. Maybe he's like top thirty-five, top forty. And then in like Agreed. the wrong spots, he's probably like slightly outside of the top fifty. I also 60%.
0: think Zhang is a, a bad matchup for him because he can kind of expose things that Fa isn't good at. Right? Fa is not so, a great. So I actually
1: disagree. I I, I agree disagree. with your overall take, but I disagree yeah. with the way you said it today. Because like okay. I actually think Fa has changed quite a bit, and now he's become like more of like a defensive, like almost like a like a grinder who can serve like. Almost like a bad version of Hubie.
0: Okay, I I see where you're going with that. I just think he's a poor defender. So if he's like trying to play that way, that's not a good way for him to play.
1: I I see, and I guess like I guess it depends how you define defender, because like, like
0: I don't think he's very agile and nimble out of corners.
1: So I. I think it's more like I I just don't think I don't see I still don't see the explosion. That we saw, uh, you know, from him, you know, just in general, right? Like the explosion and like the and not just in terms of hitting the ball hard, but like the power in terms of being like a powerful athlete. And I I know I've said this for, you know, the past I see it when he's
0: kind of in the middle of the court dictating, which is why I think he should be a more kind of aggressive minded player.
1: But he just yeah. doesn't seem to dictate very often anymore. Like he, I agree with you, he but, joined, Zhang, but
0: but but a matchup like Zhang and a matchup like Bublik doesn't allow him to play that aggressive style, which is what he's struggling with. You know, I agree. I he's
1: agree. He's struggling
0: on defense, right? Like, I don't think he's a very well, good it's, defender. It, like,
1: again, it depends how you define defense. I think like he's making a lot of balls. I just like, I don't, I don't
0: clarify uh, as that, that as defense. Like for me, defense is like, can you dig a ball out of a tough corner? And use that ball to transition into a better position. Where and that's what I'm saying because
1: of because of the lack of like of any like. And now I'm saying, I'm, yeah, I'm saying not power terms hitting the ball hard, but because of the lack of like explosion, like he's not he can't do that. Like all he does is hit like a very like like if he do gets You think to, like, it's water, like the same hit...
0: problems that like Dominic Team and Murray have, but to yes, a exactly, higher extent.
1: exactly, man, you hit it on the head. Yes, okay, where he can like get to the ball and hit it back in, but like he's not like. He's not able to create any transition or like, like, you know, like like once he's in trouble in the point, he's like really in trouble.
0: I agree, I agree with that. But then Zhang, like the way he hits the ball and he tries to, he's he's like a purely offensive player, right? So if he's hitting, oh, he's gotten smarter.
1: He's he's a purely offensive player, but he's become a much smarter offensive player. A little bit I watched today. Um, I thought he played like a pretty smart offensive match. like you know, a year ago he was just ripping the ball like randomly, yeah, you know what I mean? And now but that's what I'm
0: saying if he hits an offensive ball and gets f a into a corner, f a has no way out of it, which is why yeah he he's-, he's not okay. cause to
1: your point, he's not hitting like he does he won't hit a good shot. He'll hit like a ball in the court, but it'll be a very like a very mediocre like not not a right. not a ball that really like exactly nothing ball basically like a very immediate and then like then you can just put the next shot away completely like
0: alcaraz could be stuck in the corner and hit hit a ball on a dime and turn the point in one one shot right like
2: yes that's what
0: that's what FAA is is lacking yeah it's so i i agree in the principle maybe like the way i worded it wasn't that wasn't correct but yeah I mean he's definitely nowhere near where he was like end of twenty two there's there is he's nowhere close to that, that nowhere, close. Nowhere, nowhere close nowhere close and he's getting the respect he is like a semifinal run you know and like a third round run at the Australian Open seems to be getting him like a lot of hype from the books like he he's getting some I feel respect like it's in between you know what I
1: mean like I feel like it's in between like I feel like he's getting like like he's not getting top ten hype no. But he's getting maybe like top twenty or something. But I feel like I agree. I feel like it's been a um. I, I still feel like there's a little bit of room there to fade.
0: But again, not a blind fade. Like so, if he's playing like a Quentin Halise, right? Which I felt like most of Twitter was on Halise. Like I didn't. Halise has done nothing and been injured and like been actually really bad. Like I don't think you could fade FA in that spot. Whereas like you could have maybe last July or last August per se. Yeah, I get it. I, I get don't it. think I you can do saying, that yeah. anymore. So like you still have to weigh the improvement. You know, yeah. Don't buy yeah. into the hype fully. Like I feel like we have a pretty good read on like FAA where he is. Yeah. Um
1: I know you wanted to talk about this so we had a kind of our pre-chat dead men definitely. walking. Um
0: <laughs> yeah definitely. there's a
1: lot I mean I guess we can start with RBA.
0: The EDC, list is quite long. What? (laughs) The list is quite long. Do we have much time? Do we have?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Uh,
0: Yeah, I guess we could start with RBA. So, like, I mean, if we talk about lack of explosion, he's on top of the list. Like, as far as, like, guys who've regressed from an explosion standpoint, because the problem with RBA is like, he has one way to win points when he was playing his best tennis, he had one way to win points. And that was making progression on that accurate forehand of his. That was like his only way that he could win points. Yeah. And when you eliminate that from his game, winning points is tough for him because he doesn't have a great serve. He doesn't have a great backhand. He's not a very good mover. He's not really good at net. So, like, what else? But are he, like, but he like, I him. think, like, he was a better mover.
1: Yeah. Like, and, you know, and, his, and it, like he, like, he used to be like a decent mover. Like, he wasn't, I, I agree. He wasn't like an elite mover, but he was like, you know, he was, he was, I don't Well, know. he
0: would use his, like, he was good at moving in terms of getting forehands, like, kind of.
1: Well, he was really good at running around and hitting forehands. I agree forehands. with that. And
0: he was super accurate with the forehand and that would generate the progression in rallies. Yep. And he just can't do that anymore because he's just not explosive enough. He's just like I, I don't know. I I heard he had an accident with a horse or something, like he fell yeah. off horse. Yeah. Like I, I just really fallen off the not... horse.
1: <laughs> that's the <laughs> yeah, explanation. He has fallen off the horse. Like. Literally
0: and figuratively.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't know, man, he's, I don't know if he'll get it back. I think that might be it.
0: That might be it. How old is he? I think he's 30, 35. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, that's father time.
1: Where uh, is his ranking? Is it still like, is it still in the top 50 or is it completely fallen off? 102.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's going to be done pretty soon because he won't even get into events pretty soon. Well, we were joking around that prior to this year he would only be in, uh, good in January, right? Like yeah. And, and it's actually
1: an up being he was only able to play allowed to play in January.
0: I, I know, I know. I could
1: see him retiring. I don't know, man. I don't know how much like these guys are gonna want to like float around the challenger tour because that's basically where he is. Like 102, you're not getting into events.
0: I know, I know. Yeah.
1: And he has points to defend in Holly, right? Did he make the final or semi of semi of semi,
0: semi, I think. All right, that's maybe yeah. root love or something yeah but yeah um next guy is uh Richard Gasquet I mean that's another guy who's like
1: yeah
0: I mean he lost that's that's sags. that
1: backhand used to be so fun to watch
0: yeah and the guy competes he he fights like he's he's done his whole career like I think he's an underrated like professional Gasquet
1: yeah he's a professional he's a professional
0: he is he really is, and like even how he dug in against RBA was like admirable. You just like could see like how much he's he's fallen off. Like he's lost like his like what not, eight of his last
1: nine matches or something. And it's been bad. It's been ugly. It hasn't been good competition. He's been dropping down to the Challenger tour. I don't know if it's gone. It went, it went a little better for him when he dropped down to the Challenger tour, but you would expect that. Like, yeah, you know, like at least he like when he's when he's on the Challenger tour, he's winning matches, but it's not like. I mean that is his level now. Like he's lost matches. We talked about this in the last part, but He's lost matches in the past three months to Nakashima, G's Brower, Lamas Ruiz,
0: and like, too right. He's not like winning sets either.
1: Oh, well, I mean yeah, he got yeah he got uh he got straighted by Nakashima. He won a set against Brower. You know, um, won a or you know, but yeah yeah lost two zero to Giannis, But like yeah, it's 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 not great. Um, it's
0: yeah, it's uh, yeah. Mm. I think that sums it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sums it up. Who, who's next on the list?
1: Uh, I guess. Um, I mean, team's been on the list for a year now, but team, it. I don't. I don't think it's coming back.
0: Yeah, and it's sad. I mean, we even said like he he put out a quote out this week. I think like he's like, if I can't get out of the top hunt or. Out of the top 80, you know, by the end of this year, he's like, was it all worth it? You know, it's just kind of sad to hear
1: from a guy. That's like, really sad to hear. Because, like, is. man, cause that, that's a slam champion saying that. I know, I know. Like, he had a slam. He cracked the top five. Like, like I don't know, Multiple man, slam like, finals. Yeah. Had, yeah. A lot, had a fair number of classic matches where he played really well. Like, even some of the finals, I randomly have, like, one of the – um French Open finals from, like, four or five years ago when he went to set off Nadal on, like, on my like TV seat. Like, damn a well. Match. Even though in a,
0: losing, in a losing effort, he played damn well.
1: Yeah, that match. Yeah, finals. I mean, the steady one against Nadal, he played ridiculous. Like... Yeah. yeah. It's, um...
0: It's... I mean, he took two sets off uh Novak at the Australian Open final. Yeah. That Nadal match at the U.S. Open, like, that was insane. The quarterfinal... I mean, yeah, yeah, you no know, beating he beat Federer. I think he had a winning record against Roger, you know, like and that was when Roger was playing really well in like 2018, 2019, like Roger was no slouch those years, you know, no, he wasn't
1: a slouch, but he wasn't like full. It's not like a guy having a winning record against Roger in like the before 2015, I would say. But yeah, it still is pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Um. And then, obviously, the last down on the list, whose ranking is still in the top fifty, but it's going to be gone soon, is is probably Murray.
0: Yeah, he's been awful. I mean, that, and,
1: uh, and that one's interesting because, like, it, they, like of the guys, like, there might be a chance Murray gets it back briefly.
0: Well, he's also the best player and the the smartest tennis player of all of them, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the most grit of all of them too, right? Like from a mental perspective.
1: Yeah, for sure, for so, sure. Although I, I, although I actually think this—it's a pretty gritty group. That's why it's sad. Like I think that cascade is, gritty is pretty gritty, RBA is pretty gritty. Like I don't think like grit is really a problem for most of those guys. It's just that Murray's like. He's such a much better player. He also has the experience factor. He's a legend of the game, right? Which which helps. Like like he still you know, like he'll still get wild cards. Like you know his, his name will get him wild cards, which the other guys it won't. Like yeah. Um, but yeah.
0: I mean, that being said, the books still give him decent value because he's a legend of the game, or like they give him a decent line, right? And like I feel like you got to capitalize on it because. For me he's he's pretty close to a pure fade right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I feel like the books have semi adjusted like you know, cuz he's still competing, he's still winning some sets like I don't I don't know, I don't think it's like Yeah, I know I have a little bit of a different opinion there. I think he's um I'm not going to say he's like been any you know, he's obviously been been really struggling, but like I don't know if the books are even giving him top 50 credit at this point. I feel like it's it's like somewhere between 50 and 100, which maybe is too good, but there there's I feel like there's been some adjustment there.
0: Okay, he has had tough draws. So I'll he's had that very tough long. draws. You know, yeah. like he has been he's
1: been unlucky with that. Um was, the funniest quote from him was like the quote about practice. I don't know if he saw that. Like he's been winning no, I didn't. Like, he's like been winning like, like his practice sets and like practice matches, but he can't seem to win an actual competition. Yeah, it's, so it's that's which I think tells you how much practice sets matter. That's kind of what I take from that. I know,
0: like, I know that that's like what I hear like rec- recreational players say. Yeah,
1: but I don't <laughs> think Murray means it that way. Like, he because he, he even mentioned like, you know, a couple of years ago, I couldn't win a practice set and I was winning like all the time in match. I think it was more of like a, I don't know, like he's just confused as to why it's not going well.
0: Yeah, I mean, he seems like he's motivated to prove doubters wrong like that always no,
1: I, I don't think motivation is the issue it's just is there anything left in the tank yeah i know like
0: yeah you know, does um as far as like guys who i i surely hope that father time hasn't hit sebi corda oh i mean come on man like <laughs> no so, i i'm just saying like he's playing like it he's playing like he's a guy approaching father time but
1: yeah i I think he just doesn't. I mean, I don't. I just don't think he like. I just don't think he has the confidence right now, man. Like, I don't know. It, 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 yeah. There's a lot of issues there. There's a lot of issues. I think. Who is his coach? It was Radic Stepanik. Was it really
0: weird? Yeah, which is like he's definitely if it, if he is the coach, like he's definitely not rubbing off on him because Radic Stepanik was like super high energy, like.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, like, I, just, I feel like he's somebody who maybe could use a use a coaching change, um, yeah. just get like a different, I don't know, a different voice. Maybe somebody to help. I agree, the forehand is is a problem. Maybe somebody could help with that. It a
0: problem. It's like so flat. Even his backhand, which was world class, like I feel like it's very low margin.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah. I feel and, like,
0: like yeah. he tends to miss a lot of balls in the net when he's rushed, especially. Yeah. So. I feel like he's lacking a little bit of discipline in rallies. Like it, it's almost like it's almost sad watching him. Like I, I struggle to watch him almost because like I can, I want him to do well, you know, and I feel like all the tennis people and especially America want him to do well. Right. Kind of like Jack Draper in England.
1: Yeah. And we, you know? we made be back that comparison before. I think it's, I definitely agree. Um, Some of it is just that he's not that good too. Like, I think he's, yeah. he's also just a little bit overhyped, you know, like... I agree. But the
0: books, you know, give still give him respect.
1: Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, I mean, look, he still does have good runs and good matches. Like the final of Astana and and I think lost in three to Manorino. So, like, he's still... He's, he's beat He beat Medvedev twice last year. Like, he still does pop with, like you know yeah. really good weeks in performance he was did he win no he, there's been a couple good tournaments where he put in really good efforts so like i think that's more where that it is that like he does like randomly pop and show that he still has it and then like he just seems he, to have a lot of like
0: he only has one win in his career uh, one title in his career i think and it was like a 250 on a clay yeah so it's not the greatest resume by any stretch of the imagination,
1: no. But it's also like, um, you know, I can I can see the, I can see I, I can see some of the reasoning for the hype because like, I, he he does occasionally put in good put in good work. Like it's not like it's like, it's not like he's always a disaster every week. You know, it's it's. Mm-hmm. I know. it's and I mean, different. he's good
0: to lose a set against guys. I guess out of the top.
1: 15, he really 16? seems to struggle putting matches away that he should put away yeah. quite easily, right? But he still
0: usually more often than not, not finds a way through. Like he found a way through against Krutik at Davis. Found Cup. a way through
1: against uh, Grenier down a second about breaking the third. Right. Like, and you got to give him credit for that to some extent. You know, like he does. He does kind of steady the ship, but um, found a way through against uh, Gasquet and in what was it uh yeah but everyone finds a way through against Gasquet what
0: everyone finds a way through against Gasquet I mean we just
1: no but I mean Gasquet's probably around Grenier's level and Fruitsch's level now like
0: Hmm. I put Grenier ahead of Gasquet right now
1: okay
0: yeah Uh yeah but yeah he's 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 struggling um I mean, obviously can't be a pure fade, but like you know, I think he's a, a good fade to lose a set, right? Especially against a lot of guys. Problems. Yeah, I agree with
1: that. Yeah, I think he it
0: tends to that. be second sets,
1: right? Yeah, it does feel like that, doesn't
0: it? It does because like he struggles putting it away; like he can't maintain that level.
1: Yeah, it does feel like that.
0: So I don't know that that's something we kind of have to look up and see if that that. That's like
1: he that. beat so I'm, I'm looking at his he's like he beat Shelton in Shanghai, made semis after that week he made Astana finals. So like he does have like like he does have some good runs. It's not but he like, plays like,
0: he plays better as a dog.
1: He does seem to play better as or or as like uh he seems I, I would almost flip it, which is saying the same thing, but he seems to play worse as a favorite. Like, I feel like he plays okay, okay, too, when he's, like, near pick. But when he's, like, uh when he's a favorite, he seems to struggle.
0: I agree. I agree with that. Yeah.
1: I don't know what the stats are there, but it, it yeah. There are a lot of
0: guys. Like, I'm starting to compile a list of guys who are, like, dog or pass guys. Yeah. It's, it's quite a few. Like, we mentioned Fokina, Rusivori, Kind of, sh- uh, uh, Forda is one of them.
1: Has Lahetchkin made that list?
0: He's just fade. <laughs> he's not even. He been... Yeah, he's like
1: he did win a title, didn't he? Or he made the final. What, what did one of the early tournaments here did really well in? He either won or made the final. Um, mm. was it Adelaide? I Think okay, so. I got I'm look it looking up. it up. It was one of the pre Aussie tournaments. Yeah, Adelaide. He won Adelaide. He beat Draper in the final. Beat oh, Jari, right. Korda, and Draper. That's a pretty good week. That so is. Like,
0: yeah. He, he's another guy that's like... He just finds ways to disappoint in, in like, inopportune moments. He's kind of like Dimitrov, but to a lower level. You know?
1: You know well, I feel like, like... When you, right when you think he ha- like right when you think he has it, he doesn't. You're right. He shows flash. Yeah. And shows then you're like, oh, like Lechka's good now. He's he's back to being a top 30 player. Right. And it's like, no. no. He's
0: and this is what I fear, like going like in w- going back to Arthur Caso, like are we gonna fall into the Lechka trap with Caso?
1: Yeah, that's why I was disappointed to see how like how fast. Like I feel like books are already calling him a top fifty player. Yeah. Cuz like but, and then, cause I was like I was hoping to get some advantage there and I feel like the if, hype like
0: If you remember I I felt like Lechka got that treatment at this point last year.
1: He did. Yeah, he did. Right. Yeah.
0: So I, I don't know. I Like today was a very disappointing loss against Rinderneck. You you brought it up like on paper that's that's a good bet to bet him two zero. 0 Right, like he's so much better. Yeah, than maybe.
1: I mean, the only challenge is like, and I, 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 in retrospect, I think it was a dumb bet because like the thing is like render natch and I, I, I didn't really fully realize this going into the match, and I should have. He's mm-hmm. like, he's one of the probably more. He's almost Cressy. He's almost at Cressy levels where like, he's a spot guy. Like you can't mm-hmm. bet him like outdoors. You can't bet him in wind because he has no like no consistency. It's just serve and forehand like.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good point.
1: It's a good point. But, like, indoors, on, like, a French indoor hardcourt, like, he suddenly is, like... I'm not going to say he's good. I still think he's not very good, even there, like, compared to other ATP Tour players, but he's much, much better there than on any outdoor conditions.
0: But, I mean, he did play Alcaraz tough in Queens. Like, he had match points in that first-round match. He did make third round of U.S. Open, so... I don't necessarily. one okay,
1: was one okay. was the third round of U.S. Open? That was years ago, wasn't it? It was last year. Was it? Oh, he did make third Austin round. Rublev. He wanted to set off. Uh, Rublev, right?
0: Yeah. Who? Who were? To-
1: okay, okay, but he beat. But, but. He made the third <laughs> round by beating Schwartzman and getting a retirement from Berrettini.
0: Okay. All right. Fair. So like. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: Like, I don't mean, like, look, he's not, like, terrible, but he's, like, I don't think he's a top 100 player on most days. He probably is when he's playing indoors.
0: Top 100, yeah, okay.
1: But I would, I don't think he's a top 100 player on, like, an average day. Would you Vegas.
0: take Brindernick against any of those guys that we mentioned that are approaching father time?
1: Probably Gasquet.
0: i probably slightly take RBA over him. I'd take I take would take
1: RBA over him, I would take Murray over him.
0: Ooh, um, yeah. I I would have to see the line there. But like if I got a plus money on render renderneck, I'd probably take Renderneck. I still but if
1: think- it was like plus like 120, because I don't think I I don't think it should it would like, I think it's pretty close. I don't think I would want to, I don't think I would say it should be more than like plus 130 or something, you know. Ooh.
0: Yeah, I would need that to hit renderneck plus one thirty or better against. Yeah, Brett. okay,
1: so we're pretty aligned then, to be we're honest.
0: Close. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, as far as Dallas, like I feel like that's the tournament I've got kind of the worst read on this week. Um, it's playing really quick, right?
1: Well, I think it, I think it generally has played quick. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's played quick. Um. And, you know, favorites have dominated there. And mm-hmm. it wasn't a tournament with a lot of, like... Uh, it wasn't a tournament with, like, the current quality of Marseille. or Yeah, I Mar- agree. Marseille. You know what I mean? Like, like, the Marseille draw is a pretty darn good draw for a 250. Yeah. Um, this draw is a lot of guys who, for one reason or another, you would think could maybe be a fade. And they seem to have all... Done pretty well.
0: I agree. I mean, so I'm looking I, at like, you know, on Daniel against Paul. I was on um Michelson against Tiafo today. So yeah. I kind of fell trapped to those, like, quote unquote, guys that you think you could fade, but it just didn't pan out. um Yeah. I mean, Paul played pretty well against Daniel. I thought that was one of the higher quality matches of the week. There, it's actually a pretty decent tennis match. Um, but I'm liking our futures of of Shelton. I'm
1: yeah, really, I'm really liking our Shelton futures, man. I think Shelton's Shel- Shelton's looking. He looks, he looks good. I mean, he looks. He, I think he should win this event. Like I do too. I I, I'm slightly he,
0: concerned about the Thompson quarterfinal, which we'll get into.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree, but I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: Slightly concerns me. Um. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I I really, I really like it. And considering we've got plus four fifty on it, like I think it's it's still a great play. Because like I actually think he just I don't
1: think there's anybody in this field where I wouldn't put Shelton as a favorite. Agreed. Just because like at this point, man, I don't trust Tommy Paul mentally against Shelton.
0: No, like I think it would be a close blast. match,
1: but it would come down to a yeah. couple of key points, and I trust Shelton so much more. If the match comes down to three or four points, my trust in agreed. Shelton is so much higher than my trust in uh agreed in agreed.
0: couldn't say it better. Paul. Mm-hmm.
1: And I do think like with when it comes to Tommy Paul, you have to wait that in.
0: You do, you do.
1: Because like he just does, he chokes it so often.
0: Like yeah, I felt like even yesterday against Daniel, like he was like looking for ways to give the break back. It's, yeah. <laughs> right? Like Daniel yeah. couldn't capitalize, but like it was there for the taking. I agree. And it's just, yeah. Um, I am concerned about Thompson though. I, I think that that's actually his toughest match. Like, t- I,
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting conversation.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah. Yeah. Perfect
0: conditions for him, though. It's quick, right? Perfect conditions, lively, no wind. Like, it's it's great, it's a great tournament for him.
1: Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Yeah, great tournament for him.
0: And I think um, the I'm fact on. that Monarino hasn't played like a match yet, like, that might actually come back to bite him here. It, like, actually, might maybe it's not. A weird, it's a up. weird
1: situation, right? The fact that he hasn't played a match, like, yeah. Like it's just it's just like a strange Well um, who would you back
0: to make the final in the top half of the draw? Which is way weaker. Tiafo, Giron Probably
1: Tiafo, because who else? It's just like by default. Like, do you want to back your own? I mean, like it can't be duckworth, right?
0: No, it can't be. It
1: can't be your own and then like I mean but I actually
0: think your own is live against fo. We'll we'll get into that match, but
1: Maybe Monorino. I mean, maybe Monorino. Like that's that's the only one I'm kind of thinking. Like
0: it's Monorino or Tiafo. I'm or I mean it's it's
1: probably Monorino just because he's like and and, you know, honestly, like all this time, probably you know, because he was coming from what Taiwan. So all this time is probably good for him. Like okay, that's fair. The travel shouldn't be an issue anymore because he didn't he literally have to start the tournament until Friday. It's kind of insane. Right. Right. Um all right. Well, let, let's get into the quarterfinals with Yeah, maybe starting
0: Marseille? Um, yeah. Yeah, let me pull it up.
2: Share the screen.
0: All right, here we go. So, um, let's start in Marseille. So we got Hugo Umber and Alejandro Davidovich Fokina. Umber is a two and a half game favorite, minus one seventy on the money line. Fokina is plus one forty. Over/under is twenty two and a half. Um. Oof. Where are you going?
1: I'm probably going to leave it. Um it's it's right at my buy point on Umber. I probably I think it probably should be 3, but um it's it's I may look at it a little bit more though. It's early tomorrow morning. At this point it's only like 8 hours away, but it's 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 either Umber and lay the games or or pass. It's pretty close between, between those two. Okay.
0: This How about a, you? This is a really tough match to cap. I, like... I'm fearful of a Fokina dud, so, like, I keep looking at overs, and then I'm like, ah, oh, Fokina can lose this 2-2. Two and two. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I don't disagree with that. And, you know, bear has been really good for six months now.
0: I agree with that. I'm just, like, you know... From a talent perspective, like if Fokina plays his best tennis, he actually should win this match.
1: Well, I disagree with should win, but he's live.
0: Yeah, for sure. And he's a dog here, so it's like. Ugh.
1: But plus 140 for me is nowhere near enough to back Fokina. Personally,
0: I agree with that. Like, I don't see how he could be that against this against Umber and he was like basically the same price Against well no it
1: was worse like like I, like this makes no like this right like that's the problem uh, plus 155 right right that's the problem is that he was playing like like you know like if, if you put this line out against me against rusevori i'd probably take it too but Umber is is miles miles ahead of rusevori but now because i think we like i think now like you know we've uh in like,
0: france too
1: it's in france Fokien is not as good on on he does struggle indoors but he struggled a lot in 23 on indoors. Now he seems to be playing a little bit better this week on indoors so like and like why would he struggle on indoors but like I don't know it's Fokey so who knows like but you would think indoors would actually be good for him cuz there wouldn't be like wind or any conditions to mess with his head so like it's kind of weird that he struggled on indoors last year like
0: Yeah, so I yeah, was I like was... I I was looking at the um bear over 12 and a half too and i was like god ah, it might be a struggle actually for like um might win the first set like six three and then like you know fokina would struggle to get to five games you know yeah and, and it's, you're sweating that i don't really want to sweat that with minus 130
1: yeah i i agree i think it's a tough
0: what about laying the sets with umbar plus at 145
1: Think you could look at that like that's the best the other line i was looking at is maybe the two zero at 145 like i it's close it, it's like i think it's i think it's like close to zero ev to play um here um just so again like it's at home he does play well in france he has played well indoors um fokey last year indoors was two and four um mm-hmm.
0: But Umber does but he, drop that random set like he did against Gaston, right? Like that's the, be that's the issue, that. right? I like, think I would prefer the games. Yeah. I'm going to lay the two and a half. It's not that much. Fokina could dud. This is a no sweat, you know, minus two and a half. Like, Umber is not going to dud here.
1: No, no. I think it's... I agree with you on that. Um... So you kind I of get. Done. I mean, I think it's it's the problem is like two and a half is a bigger spread in tennis than you think. You know what I mean? Like you're like it, like it's it doesn't sound like a lock. So you like, oh, if your guy wins two sets, you're good. But it's like it's hard to win two zero. It is. And like you know, three sets, you're gonna cover it. There's a lot of times you won't cover it, right? If you get three like you know pretty competitive sets, you likely don't cover. So like it's not. You know, which, which is, again is why it, it is, which is why the line is how it is. But
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think it should be three. Like, it's not like a, you know, crazy three unit play. It's just like, I think one unit on the minus two and a half. If I want to have some action in this match, I think that that's the way to go.
1: I agree. I, I think we're fully aligned on this.
0: Okay. Um, right, sounds good. Next match is uh, Hubie Hercatch against Tomas Machak. Two guys I'm actually really high on uh, to start the start the year. Hubie is minus three on the money line, minus two fifty or minus three on the game spread, minus two fifty on the money line. Machak is plus two hundred and the over under is twenty four. Um, I think it's pretty accurate where the line should be. I, I think it's pretty good. Um, uh, I think it's actually pretty spot on. What about you?
1: Yeah, I think it's, um. yeah, I, I guess, so, like, so, Manny, if you can shift to your right a little, I'm going to need to go to make some space because I want to get on the Hubie Hercatch bandwagon. Uh, okay. So you've been riding right. that bandwagon for a while. I was looking at this. So since, um, since July, he's won, like, 35% of his points on return, which it's exactly what you called out before, but, like, that's pretty good. It is. Um. So, yeah, like from that perspective, you know, I, you know, and, and so given that, like, I, I, I'm believing now that he's like a borderline top 10 player, but I actually think this line is pretty respectful to QB. Um, because McCotch has played quite well too recently. Right, and I think Makachas is, is probably a top, definitely a top fifty player in my mind. Probably somewhere in like the top forty-ish.
0: Mm, I would actually say top thirty.
1: So yeah, I mean
0: between like twenty five and thirty, you have in a point
1: there. I'm a little worried. He does, he does, he does still play some random bad matches. Um, like he almost lost to Etch, lost to Rinky, lost one and one to Alex Bull, which I, that's just an outlier. But like. He does still play some random bad matches, which makes me a little trepidatious on, on Makash. But um but the point here is like I think this is I think three games is the right line. I think it's pretty fair. And it's it's hard to get with the over at 24, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um but yeah, I don't really I
0: don't know. I'm actually thinking about playing the three-set line here at plus one
1: thirty-five. Okay.
0: Or the Hubie two-one line I was looking at at plus. Like what
1: two seventy or something? Two fifty-five. I,
0: yeah, yeah, it's slow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna stay away here. I actually, like the um, no
0: tiebreak bet at plus one fifteen here.
1: Oh, I don't. I still don't like that. Like, like just because Hubie's so good on serve, still, right? Like, so like Hubie's probably probably not going to get broken. So if Makash plays well, there's there's a lot of you know there's a lot of tiebreak sets here. Makash could win a set. Uh, I think he's likely to win a set. I think. I don't know.
0: I feel like I feel like the over narrative is kind of slightly overblown now with with Hubie, like. Last year, okay, that was the case death taxes and Hubie Overs. but like, I think you got to calm it down with that narrative a little bit here. Now,
1: I agree, but I don't, but like, uh, but a no, I don't remember the stats, but like, a no tiebreak of plus 115 is not like that's not that far off the average, okay? Um, good point, I don't think so, at least you're right. So, like I just feel like this, I, I feel like this line is caught up to both guys. So I'm I'm not this is probably the match I'm least on.
0: I'm gonna play the three sets at plus one thirty five here.
1: I get it. Like I think Mikach okay. is certainly live to get a set. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: But otherwise, I I don't like any of these numbers. Like I'd love the over nine and a half, but not juiced at minus one eighty five. What's the over ten and a half in the first set? Plus ugh, it's not good enough. Plus 140.
1: Yeah, see, that's the problem. The tiebreak lines aren't like, but I think they're fair. Cause like Hubie, because he serves so well, like you forget, like, yes, he's playing better on return, but because he serves so well, he's still going to play a lot of tiebreaks. Cause because like if the other guy plays well and holds his serve, Hubie's right. not that likely to get broken either, right? Like, yeah. So like you're still going to see, you're still going to see tie breaks you're still gonna see overs. i still think it's gonna be as much of a blind over as it was before
0: Hmm. i agree with you i mean i'm gonna play three three sets but just a one unit it, i'm not i'm not doing more than that for sure um zhang and kachinoff uh we got kachinoff futures both of us right did you hit that too
1: i did yeah it's seven yeah. and a half to one
0: um Zhang is a three and a half game dog plus two forty on the money line. Kachnov is minus 300 over under of 22 and a half. Um, I actually think this is a slight danger match for Kochnov in a way. Like I don't know if I want to hit Zhang money line like I did against FAA. Like I don't. I mean he was plus what 285 against FAA and he's only plus 2 he's plus 240 against Kochnov. I think Kochnov is way better than FAA still. Right? Okay. Um I actually like the over here. It's a neutral over under. I th- I think there're going to be some longer sets here. Um I fear a little bit that like Zhang just kind of goes awry and just makes a bunch of errors and like, you know, loses a 6-2 set. Like, that's possible. But that's looking like my favorite line here. I, I It's not like super high confidence, but I kind of like the over 22 and a half. How about you?
1: So I I guess maybe I agree, but I have a, a little bit of a different... I think this... this I think the the Zhang line against FAA was insane. Mm -hmm. I think this one is slightly better, but I still think it's pretty crazy. I'm all over Zhang here. I don't, I Mm. I really don't, like, I don't get it. Like, outside of just, like, standard, like, 52-week ATP stats, like, what has Kachanov done in the past since in the past six months or eight months that tells you he's uh he's a top twenty player.
0: I mean he won a Chengdu title.
1: <laughs> he beat a gassed Nishioka, uh he means high, but he beat yeah, Alex Bull, you- Mackie McDonald in three sets, Korda, and a gassed out Yoshi.
0: No, uh, yeah, I, I was joking. I was I, yeah. I was halfway joking. Um I see what where you're what you're saying.
1: Like he has two wins over Roman, I guess. But like there's really like in my mind like I I am I'm actually like a fade on catching up because like like I said it's actually yeah since that injury so since that injury um after Roland Garros like I, there's been I like that's eight months ago and you know now and I haven't seen anything that indicates that he's like I think the most impressive match he played was a straight set loss to Sinner. Um, and he's still. I mean, he like. Consider as a good player, no doubt, right? But like, and he I means great players, a fantastic players. He's seen the top three guys in the world, but like, mm-hmm. there's um, there's but like, I don't know, losing losing in, in three sets and not making a tie break like doesn't um, I don't know, doesn't like show me that you're like a fantastic player, you know? So like, um, I mean, I yeah, I am like. Zhang is a great dog or pass guy. I think it's another great dog or or, or pass spot. I've uh, I've set ladder this year, so I've gone two units. Wow, um, yeah. and I've gone two thirds of a unit on Zhang plus a set at minus one thirty 2 thirds of a unit on the money line at plus two forty, and then two thirds on the two zero at like four four and a half to one. Damn. So yeah, I'm I'm all over Zhang here. I don't think it's nearly as ridiculous as the FAA line, but I still think it's it's. Like, I think I'm i think not that, should
0: I'm not be that a favorite I'm, I'm actually, like, just how tough Kachinov is and how steady he is.
1: But, he, but part of the issue is he hasn't been playing, like, a gro- aggressive or explosive. Like, he's actually been playing, like, a, a, just, like, a mentally tougher, better version of FAA.
0: Which means a lot in this matchup because, like, Zhang can just come out and miss a gazillion balls, and it's like...
1: Well, obviously, but he's know. plus 240, right? Like, I, I, I think Kachinov should be the favorite, but I think this should be, like... Like, like, how is this line further than the... I agree. Line was? I
0: agree that it's slightly off. Like, this is where I thought the FAA line should have been. And then Zhang should probably be, like, plus... Well, no, like, I think against FAA, he should have been, like, plus 200. And then this one is pretty close. Like, I think it should, should be, like, plus 220.
1: Okay, so we're a little bit off here. Um yeah.
0: maybe against FAA it should have been like plus one eighty, one seventy, like like not plus two hundred, but like I think Kachnov is substantially better than FAA, even in this like reduced form like a level of Kochnov. Like, I don't think those two guys are that close.
1: Oh, I actually think they are pretty close. Now I think they're you actually know? ironically like pretty similar players too. I'm on a I mean, again, like what has Kachanov done in the past eight months that shows you he's even a top 20 player?
0: Mm. What are his sur points, one return point, one in his in since his July? Five?
1: That's a good question. I didn't,
0: yeah,
1: or since August?
0: It's about 103. In the last fifty-two weeks,
1: but well, it's about hundred and three since. Um, I mean, look, he is fifteen and eight. It's just more like, I don't know, like who is he beating, You know, like, like I mean,
0: I don't know. I mean, I actually thought that that center match was like a good loss. Like, center was the best player at the Australian Open. Um, by but far. I thought that was
1: the best match he's played in eight months. That's that's kind of my point. Like, I don't know. Like, Mekocz, yeah. Mekocz played outplayed him for most of that match. Yeah, I
0: agree with that. Kova Savage, you four sets. Altmaier was tough. Rusevori's a good dogger pass guy. I mean, like, that was the first match of the year, so I'm not weighing that too, too much.
1: It's just, like, what in here gets you excited? Like, wins over Roman, like...
0: Yeah, taking a set off Medvedev in Vienna. Like the guy is tough. And he's I think he's way tougher than than FAA. And like I think that goes a long way. And like if Kachinov gets down an early break, like he's gonna dig in much harder than FAA did. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I just
1: I get the whole about it's Kachinov the eye test. Tough and he's gonna play he's gonna play hard and like I get that, but I mean, and like again, like that's why he should be a favor, right? Like Kachinov probably will win, but to me here, like two anything over two hundred seems just like I don't, I don't get it. it.
0: Like it might be. I mean, the smart thing would to do would be to play Zhang here also as a mini hedge against the Kachinov futures that we have, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know what? I'm probably gonna go in with on the money line, but I I can't go in like more than like one unit.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: I think I'm gonna do one unit on the plus two forty, one unit on the over, and then if Cubs okay. wins, which I think is gonna happen still, then we have our futures intact. But okay. Yeah. So so where do you think the line should be? With Jang.
1: Um, I mean, honestly, like, maybe, like, minus 220 plus 180 or something. Okay, that's like, where probably, I the like, where the probably Like, where the RBA line was. Like, how is this, de- like, further off than the RBA line?
0: That's true. That's a good point. Like,
1: RBA is a dead man walking, you know, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah. Like, like, that's a Zhang good point. Is Very live here, I think. I think he, like, I think this match is in Zhang's racket. That
0: no, wouldn't go that far, but yeah, okay.
1: I mean, he but definitely yeah. plays a much more attacking style than catching off.
0: Now. That's a great point, though. Like, how is Zhang a bigger dog than RBA? That That's preposterous. If you think of it in that context, that's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: I mean, that the answer absolute... is that Zhang had that Kachanov hadn't played in a month. That's the answer. And now, now we've seen a match from him. So now he's like acclimated to you know to playing again or whatever. But yeah,
0: and maybe they're weighing that Zhang lost to some guy ranked like out of the
1: top thousand in Davis Cup, which like that could happen, right? Like Zhang could get beat two and two here. I know. I like know. it could be an absolute beatdown. Like that's fine. Like that's in, like yeah. it's just a really wide like. It's a wide, uh, it's a wide, high variance kind of match. Wide range of outcomes, which again is like why I've gone for all this like high, like all this plus money stuff on Zhang. Because I don't know. Okay.
0: All right. Interesting. Uh, next match is Rinderknecht against Dimitrov. Uh, Dimitrov has a four game favorite, um, minus four hundred on the money line. Rinderknecht is plus three hundred. Over under is twenty two and a half. Um. So, I'm on pro I'm a pro Dimitrov guy here. I, I like the minus one and a half sets at minus 130. I also like the under 22 and a half at minus 120 and the minus four. I, I'm I'm struggling to pick which one is my favorite. Um, I'm assuming you're on the same same side here.
1: Dimitrov is probably 75% likely to serve first here. Yeah, I was, I think, I don't know if you saw on the Discord, I, ch- I was chatting with oh, about it. Um, okay. Dimitrov basically always chooses to serve first. I think okay. Rainier next kind of mixes it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So given that, I've gone with I've laid the four. Okay. Because so I can see I and like I, I see I feel I feel like one break sets from the cards here. Like I feel like this is a very like milk toast like like if there was like a milk toast like three and four match like a three and five match or five and three match something along those lines. Yeah. I think it's this. But I think they're all very similar. The two zero the. The under 22 and a half. You know, what I mean, like they're all kind of they're all similar things you're betting on. Okay.
0: We can make this GBM. I'm pretty confident in this.
1: Okay. Like I actually think it should be four and a half. Yeah, um, I think at four and a half, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be on it. I think like the four for me is yeah. mine. Cause like the only thing RinderNet go has going for him is he's at home and it's indoors, but like, how is he gonna break Dimitrov?
0: Exactly, and once again, to rallies, Dimitrov has such the ed- such a big edge in movement, and like that slice is gonna like wreck havoc with Renderneck having to bend.
1: Just ability to do anything no. different than renderneck like just variety, no. just, like, slice, like like you know, Dimitrov can come, like he can, he can, he can play the whole court, like yeah,
0: yeah. No, I think it's a great matchup for for Dimitrov. I and, and the fact that we're getting four at an unjuiced price is what I really like.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think this is like so like that's the only thing. Is like I don't think this is like an amazing bet. Like like if this was a juiced four, if it was like minus one twenty at minus four, I probably wouldn't be on it anymore. And I probably wouldn't be like like the two zero is probably playable at minus one thirty. It's probably not at like minus one forty five. Like it's it's mm-hmm. like I think there's a little value on Demetrop here, but it's not much. I agree with that.
0: Do you think it's GBM worthy or does that
1: probably not? No. I think, like, I mean, it's hard to say. Like, I think it's, I mean, I'm playing it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm definitely playing it. The question is, is it, like, GBM worthy? I don't know.
0: Like. I I like it. I, I, I could see a two-break set here, too. But, yeah, it's up to you. Let me know. We'll, we'll
1: see we'll, if there's anything else that we like.
0: Okay. Sounds good. All right, so that does it for um, Marseille. Let's move on to Cordoba. Yeah. All right. So you're on the Burachaga money line against Hoffman, right? I'm I'm staying away there, but I'm riding the futures, so I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping for that dream Burachaga Darderi final where I have futures, yeah, on, right? futures on both of them. I have the 11 to one on Bird and the six to one on Dardari to win the quarter. So really hoping for that. Um, All right. I guess let's move on to Delian against Baez. So this is one of my favorite bets of the, of this round is the over 20 and a half. I got two units on it already. I don't know if you're, you're in on it.
1: been staring at this um
0: it's moved actually from four and a half to five
1: yeah i know it's no it wins and the over under i think it's moved from 21 and a half down to 20 and a half
0: which is
1: yeah i mean 21
0: even 21 even but i still like that
1: hey i don't i mean 21 is not that key of a game right you're really only getting three and five it's really only one score you're getting yeah um i guess like six and two as well but like that's not that common you're not getting super common scores um I mean, this is, this is, I'm, I'm really like, I've been staring at this, like this, do I back Delian? Don't know. Like bias mean, is obviously better, but it's a massive line. But bias like, Baez... struggled
0: against Popko. Right. Like he should have lost that match. Plus that was in different conditions. So like your, it's your first match here.
1: Well, I guess like would you play no. the set one money line on Delian at plus two seventy-five? Like I think. I feel like if you're playing the conditions angle, I feel like that's the way to go. Yeah, I like that. That might be my play here is to play the set one money line on Delian. I, I don't, you know, um, but I think but like obviously, you know, I, I think like like I'm this is never biased. I'll be clear about that. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm interested in doing anything here with with Sebi. It's just a matter of... um, Do I want to do anything with... Uh, Hugo D? With Hugo D, yeah. And, like, we I don't know. Yeah.
0: I mean, I do think Pius wins this match. I just think, like... I, I kind of like the L W W here, if I can get that line somewhere. Like the Delian to win the first set, and then Bias to win the next two.
1: Right, right, yeah. If you, yeah, I, I I yeah. I mean, I think that too, and I think you probably get like six to one, seven to one on that. Like, yeah, it's not going to be amazing because the problem is like even if Baez wins the first, like, or even if Delian wins the first set, like is he even the favorite if that happens? Probably not. So,
0: but Delian is like built for Golden Swing, and he loves this tournament. He made semis here last year. They play. Yeah, no, I
1: agree. Four. I agree. Like this is, this is a good spot to. There's just a massive gap here in terms of in terms of player level, right? But, but that's I'm, why it's a five game spread. That's why you're getting the first set at plus two seventy five.
0: But I'm not buying the bias form, like. He should have lost that to uh, uh,
1: see I guess I guess like
0: like he did play well against center in Australia, but like I guess the, way, the thing
1: I would come back with is like and I know you're not gonna buy into this, but like he wasn't supposed to play that match.
0: I'm not buying yeah. it. He played he, I'm you're exactly right. I'm not buying into that at all.
1: <laughs> and I mean like, that's a guy uh, we see all kinds of weird shit happen. I mean, like, look, like like Zhang lost to like uh Zhang lost you know to like a guy ranked outside the top thousand in the world like.
0: But Bias and Zhang are totally different. Like Zhang will just come out blast balls, and if they go out, he's gonna lose. Baez doesn't play like that, you know. He so I can't I don't judge it on that.
1: I hear you, but like, it's it's just it's just saying that like Davis Cup is like like wonky shit happens at Davis Cup. Like, it's just, like, it is, like, it is how Davis Cup is, right? Like, um.
0: It's in your home country. You're playing some guy, like, ranked outside the top 300. Like,
1: It's still weird stuff happens, you know, man? Like, quarter loss is set to Krudich. Like, you know, I mean, like, it's, it's, Chile almost beat, you know, Peru almost beat Chile, right? Like, I mean the list goes on and on. Like, there's like eight or nine, like crazy. Like that guy beat Yari, that guy who's ranked outside the top 100, and Yari was at home, you know. Like,
0: I guess not... maybe the pressure gets to them in a way.
1: Yeah, it's just a weird, you know, it's a tough uh it's uh it's a different event. You know what I mean? It's a completely different yeah. different format. There's pressure. Like I said, I'll I'll buy into the he hadn't played on clay in like he had played one match on clay in like eight months. Like, you know, there's there's several different things that could have caused that, right? Like mm-hmm. all right. So I'm uh
0: You're on the, know, step on the Delian
1: set one money line. line like the first set at 275.
0: Yeah.
1: It's also a decent hedge for the futures because, like, not that I'm really hedging oh. it's because I think it's a good play, but like Delian's not winning this match if he doesn't win the first set.
0: Right, right. Good point.
1: Okay, all right. I'm o-
0: I'm also playing the over twenty one, but I'm I'm probably going to put a unit on the set one my line. I like that. Uh, Tarante against uh, Diaz Acosta.
1: We chat this one up on the Discord a little bit.
0: Yeah.
1: Where I fall down on this is like Acosta is the better player, but I do agree Tarante at altitude is kind of nice. It's close to my min buy point on Toronto. I'm going to leave it, but it's damn close.
0: I'm on the Diaz Acosta minus two. I, I just think, like, I think he, her first altitude, Diaz Acosta, like, I, I don't know that for sure.
1: I think he, he's from the coast. I don't remember. I mean he
0: has like a very spinny lefty forehand so you, like I would expect that to get to Tarante's like backhand.
1: Yeah, and, but I think Tarante, trouble. yeah.
0: Like I'm not buying Tarante's form. Like he's a lucky loser here. He lost to uh Gianluca Mager in qual- um, a challenger. I mean, so I, he,
1: I hear you on that, right? If
0: like... like I'd be more impressed, but that was a that was a withdrawal. Um, Maybe Komasana. I mean, like his his loss in qualifying was to ba- Bagnes is also in the quarters here. So maybe there's something there. But like I just think Diaz Acosta is a better better player.
1: I agree. I don't know, like, but this is still like two. I mean, we've seen this, right? Like in, in slam qualifying, like how even all these guys are once we got to this level. Mm-hmm. Like now it's it's clay, so, and these guys are there should be breaks, so, like the two games doesn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. I get it, but I I uh, think it's pretty close. I think it's pretty correct. Okay, all right. Like, what do you think it should be? Two and a half, three? Yeah, two and a half, half
0: a game yeah. off. Like, I think Acosta is minus one seventy to plus one forty five, like in that area, you know, like. Which so makes a basically
1: a. Uh, I the mean, big, if, if that's your right. thought, then basically taking Acosta is like a basically a break-even bet, which yeah, yeah. you know.
0: Right. All right. Next match is Etch against Korea. Um, Etch is three and a half game favorite minus two forty on the money line. Korea is plus one ninety five over under twenty two. Um, I'm on the Etch minus three and a half here at minus one twenty.
1: I've gone the other way. I'm on Korea on the money line at plus oh, one ninety five. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, so I was looking this up. Korea's been pretty good on clay. I mean, like even against like you know decent top hundred guys, Korea's not bad on clay. Um, I'm gonna look this up.
0: Can you look at serve points one, return point one? I am.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so versus top hundred on clay last two years, Korea is. 19 and 28, um, 58% of service points won, 40% of points return points won. So, like, you know, so, like, slightly below average. But
0: mm-hmm. that's,
1: you know, that's against the top 100. Um, Etchipurri lasts 52 weeks because, obviously, he's a lot better than the last 52 weeks. Um. Against the top hundred on clay, quite a bit better. Ooh, the stats really do favor Etch here. I might, yeah, one hundred sixty-six service versus thirty-nine returns. So like, it's the return is pretty even, but sixty-six versus like fifty-eight percent service points won. Look, there's clearly a gap here. Echeverria is clearly the better tennis player, no doubt. This is all about like is plus 200 good enough to get behind Coria, given he was a finalist here last year. I think he does play better at altitude, but he's from yeah. like an hour away. Like this is basically his hometown. Um, I can't remember his actual hometown, but it's, it's nearby. Yeah. Um,
0: now, he loves this tournament. He, he loves these conditions. I just think like Etch is so much more firepower. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like it's going to be hard for Coria to, to hit the ball past him. Etch like, Etch has improved his movement a lot. Um and like we forget Etch is like a French Open quarterfinalist. Like he he's damn good on clay. I think it's good it helped that he had a match like a tough match to kind of get his his bearings like in this event. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's going to be hard for Corey to hit, hit find the ball past him plus it's going to be heavier conditions like there was a lot of rain today, right? It's going to be damp. So I think well, that,
1: the question is, will they even play this tomorrow? Because I think it's like 70% chance of rain all day. At least that's, that's what I had last seen. Um, you never know, it's the weather, right? But like but there even is they, some concern as whether play, or not this even
0: game. if they do play, like that's that's advantage etch because he's gonna be able to hit through those heavy conditions much better than Korea.
1: Yeah, I mean the, the point is will this get pushed to Saturday, and then I think the weather clears up for the weekend. So like also etches from Buenos Aires. So like is there I'm not saying there's a lack of motivation, but Mm -hmm. is there like an eye towards Buenos Aires? Because like he's good enough. He's the one guy left in this draw, besides maybe Baez, who's like good enough to make a run in Buenos Aires. And that is his home. Upper field
0: though. Like you got you got grass coming, you know, like you got much better players playing that event than this event. Like if if these guys want to get, gain two hundred fifty points, like this, oh, is it
1: wouldn't it wouldn't good. be because of the points, man. It would be because of it being his hometown, right? And like wanting to, you know, wanting to do, you know, he's. You know, he's I don't think he's, I'm not saying he's going to tank the match. I'm not saying he's going to like. He's going to like not care. I'm saying like, is the it's more of like a focus question, I guess. Like, is is the focus fully here on this? Probably, know. but like again, it's it's. It's plus one ninety five against. I don't know if this. Match I hit the ca- cordia money line, but I don't think it's fantastic. Like I, I stared at this for quite a while before I hit the cordia money line. Um, and I completely, I completely understand based on just Etch being so much better at tennis, wanting to take Etch here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm ha- capping this match as though it's being played tomorrow. I will still like decently like my chances if it's played in sunny conditions on Saturday, but like also it's going to be kind of like I feel like it's just going to be heavy just because of how much rain has hit the clay. Like yeah, and it'll be it cooler. Like foam. and the
1: other thing is, it will be cooler. It won't be the same heat. Um, mm-hmm. last year at lost second round of Madrid, semis of Kitspool.
0: Um, he's not terrible in altitude.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But so man, quite, this is like Corey's event.
0: It is. It is. So uh, yeah, I mean, I I get it. Hey, if it was four, I I would stay away. Um, but it's yeah, three and a half.
1: And like, if this was like, I, I think this is pretty close to my mid buy point on Corey. Like, if this was like plus,
0: like.
1: Okay. Like if this was plus, I don't know. Like if this was like plus, like minus one eighty, plus fifty, plus one fifty, I would be on Korea. You know what I mean? So it's right. Like like, it's not my favorite play of the day by far, but I'm on. I'll I'll, I'll back Korea here and hope.
0: Okay. All right. I'm going one and a half units on the minus three and a half. So, um, last match is Munar. I will say
1: I think I think we both have the right lines. Like if you're gonna back your guy. Yeah. I think we both have the right lines. Okay. But like if you're going to back, etch I think laying the games is right. I think if you're going to back quarter, I think taking the money line is right.
0: Agreed. Agreed there. Um, Munar and Bagnus. Uh, Munar is a two and a half game favorite, minus 175 on the money line, over under 22. Bagnus is plus 145. I mean, I'm not playing this just because I have plus 600 futures on Bagnus to win the quarter, but I love the Bagnus money line at plus 145 here.
1: I I think this is pretty well set. Really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, Munar has done fine at altitude. I think he's done decently well at this event. Did he? Did he make the semis here last year, Munar? Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up. I feel like he did. He, he's done pretty well in Cordoba. Mm-hmm.
0: He didn't play here last year.
1: Oh, 20 no, I guess not. I guess not. Yeah, I guess I guess he I guess he really doesn't. He didn't, you know, you're right, he didn't play here. I don't know why I was thinking that, but yeah, he he doesn't have that good of a record here. I mean, he's won some matches, but nothing special. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um I still think Munar's a just a better tennis player than Bagnus, like and a better play quarter. Um I think I was thinking he made he did make fourth round of Madrid, which is altitude. I, I don't think altitude's a problem for Munar. No.
0: <laughs> I agree with that.
1: But I get. It. I mean, look, Bagness is hot. Like I get it. Like he, yeah. he, you know, he's he's in Fuego, but but Munar is. I mean, look, you're looking at a guy who's ranked 74 versus a guy who's ranked outside the top 200. And I know ATP rank doesn't matter much, but it tells you that Munar, you know, is yeah. is better. Two and a half is not a lot on clay. I mean, it, 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 it's it's significant, but it's not you know
0: yeah i'm more riding the hot hand and like i don't know i i feel like Bagnus's gameplay is better in altitude as well
1: yeah i i get it like i don't think it's a terrible
0: look i think I, i'm um, like what, what i'm thinking about is the conditions like i think the conditions have a lot to do with it like if it's like cold and damp and they or not, it's not cold but if it's like damp and they play this match tomorrow, like who does that favor? Whereas if they play this on Saturday, who does it favor?
1: I don't know how much it matters, man. Like, does Baganus have that much more firepower than Lunar? I think he has a better serve. I agree. Yeah.
0: And I think he is a little bit more, uh, he is it's more spinny forehand because he's lefty. So that guy might be able to get like if it's like hot, it could get into like Munar's like.
1: I feel like we've definitely seen struggle, Lunar struggle in bad weather. So if it's played tomorrow and like and there's wind, or if, if they're playing through showers, I feel like that could like, I feel like just like that might get into Munar's head. So I, I can I can see the argument for Bagness.
0: I mean, I'm staying away. I'm I'm just riding my, my future. Yeah, so I'm not gonna.
1: But I don't I mean what, what do you think the line should be track. you said you love the bagness money I mean
0: he's got to be the dog here right slight but like I think it's like 20 cents off
2: okay.
0: I I'm just not that high on Munar like his wins are against galan and sirrinlo and like let's be let's be honest like cyinlo has been so bad this year like yeah we didn't talk about him that's around. not Arika. that impressive yeah, he's been,
1: yeah it's just another dud match from's like, been off do him He's I don't been know a, what's a, a lacking
0: confidence, and then like Galan was just like dead in that heat. Like he just couldn't, he he just couldn't handle that heat.
1: Yeah, you
0: yeah. know, like every changeover, his like head was wrapped in the towel. Like he just wanted to be off that court. Like, couldn't no, I up.
1: get it. I, mean, I I you know, it's it's, and I'm weighing he's just, that back. Munar is like, just the, a better. He's just a better player, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like, and and Munar's clay court resume is not bad. Like. True. True.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna ride the futures. I'm not gonna hit that. But um, all right, so that does it for Cordoba. There's no futures on this, right? No, because they're in the middle of the round.
1: Well, they're in the middle of a match, too, right? Like, yeah. What are the features on on uh, Marseille? Good
0: question. don't look at that. Um. Any features? Ooh, Greenhorn,
1: to... Huey are co-favorites.
0: Wow, Patrinal plus four hundred.
1: Well, that's nice. That that's cool to see that our uh, that our futures have gained some value after one win against RBA.
0: Yeah, they they might just be waving like how convincing it was, like you know.
1: I guess maybe. I
0: don't, know. I don't see too much value anywhere. Yeah, I don't either. All right. Uh, let's head over to Dallas. Um, what? No lines. Yeah, I know. Uh, maybe I'll find some on, on another book. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: we can look at some other books for that. Yeah.
0: So, Kopfer and Paul. Uh, Paul is minus two fifty. Kopfer is plus two hundred. Uh, three game favorite for Paul. Over under of twenty two and a half. I was staring at this for a while. I want to see what you have to say and 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 see if you know you can convince me on something.
1: This is exactly where I've set this line, almost precisely. Like maybe maybe it should be like three minus one thirty and three even money on Copefer, but I I think this line is almost perfectly set. Um, like I I yeah, I mean like Paul's Paul's a better player. Like he's way better. Yeah. Yeah, But he could dud, he could choke, you know. I mean, it's it's always the deal with Tommy Paul, right? But Tommy Paul's at home. Like, I don't know if that matters that much for Tommy Paul, to be honest. But, like, but Kofor's, like, surprisingly tough. I don't think he's particularly good. I don't think quick courts are particularly good for him. But he's surprisingly tough. But also just the mm-hmm. court being quick makes me really wary to lay three games. With these two guys, it's not as bad, but it, it still scares me. Um, I think this is, uh, this is, that's a,
0: exactly uh, my reaction. Okay. Like when I was looking at this, I'm like, damn, this is like so well set. And then I was like, I, you know how I love to like, find a, like the best line to hit in the match and like, yeah, looking all over the board here and I could find absolutely nothing.
1: What is Paul over 12.5?
0: It's not good. It's like minus minus one fifty. Oh yeah. yeah. I that at that too.
1: That's not interesting.
0: Oh, it's not. It's just, Paul and straight sets is never, never something I want to play either. I wanted to play Kofor plus one and a half sets, but like you're getting such a juice line.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
0: Like if that was minus minus I'd probably take that.
1: It's a little more interesting. Yeah. Cause you can hope. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got nothing here.
0: Probably the best line is the Cope for set one money line. at
1: 155. I don't know. I think this is all pretty, pretty right.
0: Yeah, it's a stay away. All right, Jordan Thompson and Ben Shelton. Uh, I do have a play here, uh, but Thompson is a two and a half game dog. Um Plus 185 on the money line. Shelton is minus 225 over under 23 and a half. Uh, I'm on the over 23 and a half at minus 110.
1: I hate 23. I I hate overs of like over 23. Because see like the only way you get there is 275 or higher sets. But then what's the
0: three set line then? Ah uh, plus one thirty
1: yeah, like you like you like the vast majority of your ways to get there are gonna be are gonna be um what is a tiebreak in this match? oh they they've done no, they just have to tie break in the first set they don't yeah really I actually do.
0: like that plus 225
1: I think that's that exciting. could if you want to, I think that could be a decent look if you want to play overs I actually like playing that more than the over 23 and a half okay um
0: I actually think the line should be 24 24 and a half which is why I like
1: well like, that's the same thing though basically right like the only score literally the only score between 23 and 25. Is exactly seven. Well, there's two scores. There's seven, five, seven, five. And then, like, you, there's your three set scores that get to 24 somehow, like your six, two, two, six, six, two. But that's not happening here. That's so rare, anyways. It happens like less than yeah. one percent. Like, you're really looking at like the only, so basically, the only, the only score between 23 and a half and like 25 or is is seven, five, seven, five exactly, which is a pretty rare score. Yeah. So you got to get to five all and then have the break happen and that specific game.
0: I just think it's like an over kind of, like it It feels like a ton of holds like no break. So I, I do love that tie break angle too. Um,
1: I, I don't disagree with anything you said. It's just the fact that like, unless you have like two pure oh, servers, these yeah. guys are not pure servers, 23 and a half, anything over 23 always scares me. Like Fair. 23, I'd be a lot more, more excited about because then at least then you could get like the seven, six, six, four push. Right. But like, if you get one or if it's a two-setter and you get one early break,
0: you right. lose. I see your point. I definitely see your point.
1: Well, not even one early break, just one break before five all. Like, yeah. How about Shelton to
0: win each set seven six at twenty five to one?
1: I don't like that just because, like, so the. That means you think that there's a five to one chance of Shelton winning a tiebreak in each set, roughly, you know, five point oh two or something, whatever it is. But like, I it mean, you say it Shelton's like one out of five point, what a five point oh two, whatever, to win like uh, maybe five point one to win a tiebreak in each set. Like, I don't, I don't love it, you know. Like, if uh, the the book is giving you better than one out of three just for a tiebreak in the in the first set, right? Like, I think that line is way better. Fair. When they played, they played. Where did they play? They played in Shelton. It was a three setter. It was six, seven, six, three, six, four. But Shelton was by far the better player when they played one time. They played. They played twice. The first one was a challenger back in twenty twenty. I don't count that. But they played pretty recently, and Shelton was by far the better player.
0: Mm, they defeated
1: Japan, Japan. Tokyo.
0: Yeah, that right. three setter, but Shelton was better.
1: It was 6'4". Shelton was the better player. He he forced like three, like eleven break points. Thompson forced two. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Shelton's also at home, and I think that I think that matters here. Obviously, he's the darling of American fans, right? It's like it's had a you know, it's it's uh. Yeah, I
0: yeah. I think Shelton wins. Um. Obviously we have futures on it.
1: Um You're just going for the pure over. Yeah. I yeah. look, I hear you. Like if you're saying it's an ovary kind of match, I get it. I completely agree. I just think you probably need like the you know, the vast majority of your overs with twenty three and a half are gonna be three sets.
0: I'm just thinking should I play the over ten and a half at plus one forty five or should I play the over twelve and a half I'm gonna play the the over on games but I'm also I also want to play the over on the first set okay um I'm gonna go big I'm gonna go with the over twelve and a half what's uh, they have a tie break in the first set Oh, two twenty five yeah I'm gonna hit that Are you joining
1: me? No, but I don't, like, I get it. I don't think it's a terrible play.
0: Do you have any play on this match, or are you just writing no. the features? No,
1: I mean, yeah.
0: Just writing the features.
1: Yeah, I, I, may, I may think some more. Like, like I think the tiebreaker in the first set is the best play on the board here. Um, mm-hmm. It's something I might, I'll, I'll probably take another look at it. I have a little time. I don't think the match is until, until, like, late afternoon tomorrow. It's All second right. on, right, in the afternoon session?
0: It's second on, yep. Well, we're going to be watching it closely because we're we're riding that future price that futures ticket. Yeah. We have yeah. two units on so. Uh, let me see if I can find some other lines here. Okay. Uh, oh no, let's let's see Cold for Paul. Um This book doesn't have very good lines, but like I could check it out. Let me see if it's up at least now. Um Come on, bet online. Let's have it. Nope.
1: I don't know. Like are all the bookmakers in America they went to bed? Like I don't know what happened here.
0: (laughs) Seriously. It's nonsense.
1: It is nonsense.
0: Uh this book. We really take pride in covering every single match, so...
1: Yeah, I'm looking... I I haven't seen anything, man.
0: Yeah, I don't see anything here either. I guess
1: let's discuss this. Like, what do you think the line should be?
0: Uh... I think Tiafo should be minus 170.
1: Oh wow!
0: Yeah, maybe okay. minus one, maybe minus one eighty. I'm, I'm probably gonna hit your own money line. Like that's where I'm. Oh, at. I don't
1: think it's gonna be near there. I would, I would, I mean, it might be. That's that's probably what it'll be. I'll probably end up being on your own money line. I don't. I mean, why I what do you think, think it should be? should be more than like? And it probably will be. So I'll probably be on your own, but like. I think they should be like minus 150 plus 120. I just don't like, like, again, like, you know, like, Tia, like, are you impressed? Were you impressed by Tiafo beating Michelson? Michelson? I wasn't.
0: I wasn't. I wasn't either. I think this is a danger match for Jerome. Like, you mean for for for, for Tiafoe? Tiafo, yeah. Anything better than plus one? I think, yeah. yeah anything better than plus 125 130 on Jerome I'm gonna hit it
1: yeah it's probably that that's pretty much where I am
0: and I think the book is gonna set the line minus 130 plus minus 180 plus 140 that's where I think they're gonna do do right but what I'm saying is I think that's 20 cents uh, off
1: yeah yeah I don't know if it'll go that far I like Again, I think the quick court and the fact there's, you know, like like I think that that makes a lot of these lines tighter, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping there that the market is really pro Tiafo.
1: Yeah, me too, because I I I agree. I I want to back Jerome here, which is fun. So
0: what's your buy price for Jerome?
1: Probably somewhere in like the plus one thirty range, plus one thirty five, something like that. Like, like I, I, I definitely think he should be a dog. Like, I think T, I, like, like if I was picking this in a bracket, I would pick Tiafo right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you were just filling out a bracket, right? Like, I would, I would pick, I would still pick Tiafo Like, I know he's out of form, but I still think he's just like much better than your. Like I think he's a better than fifty percent chance of winning. And to
0: be favored here, there's no doubt.
1: And I think he should be. Like I think the books make a book if a book is favoring your own, I think they're making a mistake.
0: Yeah, but very slight. Like plus one twenty is is my buy price for Giron, Giron.
1: I get that, right? I get that. I get that. Yeah, well, yeah. And I'm not. Yeah. I'm I'm a little less optimistic on your own, but me. Yeah, I mean, plus one thirty, 130, plus one thirty five. It's not. Yeah.
0: Giron is better than Mike Michelson, like especially with them from the back. Oh,
1: way my, better than Michelson. Like Michelson's athlete not, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and Jerome is good on be- pretty good on quick courts. Like we saw it in Tokyo.
1: He's like a queasy. He's never like quick court grinder. Yeah, but he's good at like quick court counterpunching. I feel like he stands pretty far up on the baseline. Like,
0: yeah, I agree. I agree. Is that GBM worthy if it's like plus one forty?
1: I think so yeah if it gets to plus 140 yeah I think so okay
0: sounds good and then uh Monterino and Duckworth um I think Montarino should be at least three and a half three
1: and a half or four. Oh, I, I was gonna say three so we're pretty close again just as a quick court and Duckworth has a pretty good serve like he could, and like so, like a okay, so like Duckworth, it, it, I think a quick court's good for Duckworth. It's good for Manorino, too, to be honest. Um, pretty good serve. Like Manorino hasn't played a match now. I mean, like you know, he's it still is his first match, but he's still gonna have to acclimate to like the the conditions. Um, which I don't think will be too too bad, but it's something. Like, I think this yeah, has like, up here
0: four and four written all over it.
1: You you think it get four all written all over it.
0: No, I think it like this is the kind of cookie cutter like six four six four kind of match.
1: Okay.
0: Like so, I think four is the right line. I, I will probably get three and a half, but like if it's three, I'm definitely going to hit Minorino. There's okay. no doubt. Okay. That's what I'm saying.
1: I've got I've got it at three. I think it's it's yeah. I think yeah. But I, I understand why. Like, there's a huge gap in class here between the players. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, just a recap here. Um, we I got uh, in C- Cordoba, I got the Delian Baez over 20 and a half and the set one money line for Delian. At the plus
1: 275. Yep.
0: Yep. I got the diaz Acosta laying the two games there. I'm on etch minus three and a half. You are on the Coria money line. Popcorn tennis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's go. It's and, very and cool, I yeah. am On the uh I'm just writing my Bagnus futures, but I'm not hitting anything in that match. I don't want to hedge with Munar either. So uh you're you're not on that match?
1: No, I think this is that's pretty well set. Like um Dallas.
0: Um we're both staying away from you know,
1: GBM Coca-Cola. on the set line with Delian, right? I I I would set one money line, yeah.
0: What? For me it's not GBM worthy, it's a yeah, one it's not for me fight.
1: either, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, staying away from Paul and Coper in Dallas. Um, I got the Thompson Shelton over on games and the over 12 and a half in set one. And you're yeah, of- I, I
1: could I could see myself ending up taking the go the over 12 and a half in set one, but I gotta take that a little bit more.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Uh we're both gonna be on the Jerome money line at better than plus one thirty. It will be G. Roughly,
1: on- yeah, give or, or take a few cents. Yeah. And then Manorino, I think that's a three game spread. You think it's a four game spread? Yeah.
0: Yeah, if it's anything over three, I'll I'll be playing the Manorino. I'm gonna lay the games. Um and then in Marseille. They take the lines down. What? Oh no, they're up here. Okay. Um I'm laying the games with Umber, minus two and a half.
1: I completely get that. I'm not I'm not on it, but I completely get like, I completely get it. It's like, it's right at my min buy. Like, if that moves, like, like like if it goes to like minus two and a half and minus 105, I would do it. Because I do think three is the right spread. I'm just leaving it for now. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, I'm on the Hubie Machak three set line at plus 135. Uh, yeah,
1: you're I'm staying away. I'm, I'm staying away.
0: All right. You're all over Zhang. All over Zhang.
1: That's my favorite. That's my favorite play of the day is Zhang tomorrow. That's my, it's really the only play that I feel like, I don't even like, you know, like I think it's going to lose, but it's the only one where I feel like the book is is way, way off.
0: Okay. I'm a little less optimistic, so it's not GBM worthy. Uh, But I'm going to play the Zhang money line at plus 240. I just, I still think that that's a misprice. And then I'm on the over 22 and a half here as well. Um. One year. And I'm on the
1: Zhang to win a set. I mean, I have a set ladder. So I have the Zhang to win a set, Zhang to win two, two sets of any type, and then Zhang 2 0.
0: Okay. Sounds good. And then uh, Rinderneck Dimitrov. I'm on the uh, mm-hmm. laying the four games at minus 105. Is that GBM worthy?
1: That, we'll do it as a GBM. That's fine. We don't have another nice. GBM, so we'll do it as a GBM.
0: Nice. All right. Sounds good. So that does it for quarterfinals. We have futures. We
1: got Burachaga at 80 to 1. Well, I don't have the you only. You're the only with the eighty one. I I have the oh. eleven to one to win the quarter. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I have that too. Um, I got Bagness to win the quarter. I got Dardery to win the quarter as well. I got Etch to win the event at eight to one. Are you on? Oh, you're on Baez, right?
1: I'm on Baez at five five and a half. Though I have, which I think I still yeah. think it's damn good. Okay.
0: All right. And then you're on Kochnov at seven and a half to one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're both on that one.
0: Oh, you got. I guess you got to hedge with Jang in a way.
1: Right? Well, I'm I'm very hedged on Jang, right? Like, yeah, yeah like, like, yeah,
0: yeah. And then in Dallas, oh, we're on the Shelton.
1: We're on the Shelton futures. Yeah, that's our nice. Uh, nice. All we're right, the oh. right for the week two two units to win nine, which I like a lot as well. I'm really I liking think. our um our Shelton futures and our uh, yeah. I and obviously it. there more five features too, right? Like hell, if you get that to like if you get that to um like if we get that through Hoffman like I'm not going to be sad about having 11 to 1 future Oh, it's game amazing. Game. No, you know, especially like, playing
0: Darderi where I have the 6 to 1 as well. <laughs> like that's a dream. right and, and
1: for me I might hedge it. Like I could see myself hedging like, it like depending on the line, the hedge price on Darderi, like if he somehow beats Hoffman it should be a reasonable hedge price.
0: Yeah, but all I can say is if if Burchaga gets through that, um, I'm gonna be rooting for Delian to take out Bias. Because like, oh, of
1: course, yeah.
0: <laughs> because I want that eighty to one. Like to have legs, can you imagine if I get? Oh, I know. I mean,
1: that's the crazy thing, right? Is like, if Etch and Bias lose, like, there's only two guys left who are who are really above the rest of the field.
0: Right. Exactly. Like, if I get a Burachaga Korea final, like, that's winnable for Burrachaga.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I want to see Corey make a final again, too. That would just be funny.
0: <laughs> like. And you know Corey is going to be nervous. Right? Yeah, if he makes a final, yeah. 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 So.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, mean, like, right. like, I mean, look, like, every match you get Burachaga through is amazing. Like, I'm, I'm still, like, Hmm? I didn't hit the 80 to 1 just because like I thought there'd be a match at some point would be a huge dog. Like he's gotta win five, and at some point I think he's gonna end up being a like a huge dog. But if Koya, if he doesn't have to play Koya or power Etch, then it's an amazing play.
0: I mean, yeah, I just thought 80 to 1 based on also how well he was playing, like in qualifying, and then you know hey, I mean, look,
1: look, so actually, you know what it was for me? It was, I wanted to pick between the 11 to one and the 81. So like, I thought the 80, like if I didn't have another choice, I would have taken the 80 to one. But because I also could, because I had the choice between the 11 to one and the 80 to one, I decided to put my full investment in the 11 to one.
0: Okay. I actually split the unit. I did half yeah. on a quarter and half on. This. Which I will
1: say is more fun because yeah. like having an 80 to one is like so fun. Like it's, it's, and
0: it's great.
1: Yeah, so like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like when we had that Michelson forty to one in Newport. That was just like so fun to ride.
0: Oh, the forty to one the feasts in uh, Lyon. That was no, crazy. no.
1: You, you, yeah. were, you, when we had the um, we, we had the feast at fifty, but like when we had the Michelson that made the final and then lost at forty to one. That was that was insane. That. But I hedged out pretty well out of that. I still made like eight or nine units. So yeah, that was it was good. good it was good. Yeah. 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 All right, well,
0: that does it for our quarterfinal pod. We'll be back on, what, probably Sunday to do the... Uh, yeah, we'll be back on Sunday. Week, I think
1: it a good so. guess. Maybe Sunday, good nice. afternoon to the Super Bowl to do the... All right. I love
0: these uh, three event weeks. It's fucking amazing.
1: Oh, I mean, this might be, like... I love the Cordova event. Like, I love these, like... Like, like, <laughs> like, it might be my favorite event of the year, like... <laughs> Cordova, it's, <laughs> really? It's just, like, a fantastic event, man, like
0: clay it's, like
1: it's like a field of like guys that are grinding they really want they're all home hometown players like you
0: should just watch like south american clay challengers you would get it every week
1: I you know i could that's the funny thing is i could just watch clay Challengers every week and like
0: these guys yeah. are not tanking any match like they're they're they play like this all week all year long you know oh like, yeah
1: yeah for sure for sure
0: they live for this you know like
1: yeah well that's the thing right like it's all these guys who like like, Buenos Aires next week, like, these guys have no shot. Right. Like, they're, like in fact, most of these aren't even in. I mean, it's crazy. Like, most of these aren't even in Buenos Aires next week. They're not even, like, the vast majority of these guys can't even get in the field next week. You know what I mean? So, like, like Munar is the first alternate from Buenos Aires. Crazy. He'll be the number one seed in the qualifying. Um, yeah.
0: That's why Korea fell to the ground when he won, when he beat uh, Altmaier. Yeah, because, like, it,
1: any match you win here is massive.
0: There was no crowd. <laughs> like, like there were, yeah. like, two people in the stadium, and he fell to his back <laughs> or fell to his knees. On the first club. round
1: Cordoba champ, man. He'll remember it for life.
0: <laughs> it was hilarious. It was really funny. But it's true. I mean, he can't even get into the field in, in Buenos Aires and Rio. Like, he'll, he might get into Santiago, but... Yeah, it's a huge event for him, like to rack up like even one hundred fifty points like that's huge. Oh, yeah. So. All right, everyone. So good luck on your bets. Uh, We'll be back at the end of the week to recap and preview next week. So have a good one.
1: Thanks, everyone.